A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is FM104's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Here we go. We go. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPMooney.ie. So, everybody remembers where they were, where certain big things happened. Uh, this is the moment you're never going to forget, Crossy. It's to do with Niall Horan. And Niall Horan has said. I remember where he heard it first, that he's embracing his natural brown hair colour after years of dyeing his hair blonde. He's going back to the real Nile. Because he's, he also dyes it brown, doesn't he? If you look at his hair, it's not the natural colour. He dyes it brown as well, but the natural... He's going, he said, I'm going back to natural Nile. I don't know if I'll ever dye my hair blonde again. I went through that phase. I started dyeing my hair blonde when I was 12. But now he's going back to natural Nile. it be in bits. But he also says he listens to his new music on repeat when he first records the tracks and he loves seeing fans enjoying the new tunes. It's fun. It's fun watching all, watching all the fans get excited and doing all the creative stuff and making their TikToks and around the album. It's just, it's a good thing. Do you do you listen to it frequently, like in the shower, yeah. like secretly under the radar? I'm always listening to it in the car. <laughs> like, there was a period, obviously, when I'm like mixing and producing and all the stuff where I'm just listening to it and that's all I listen to yeah. and people are like asking me now so what are you listening to at the moment it's just like my album my own album <laughs> I, I do enjoy listening yeah, to it though exactly. I've, I've worked hard on it yeah um, and it's obviously songs that I love or I wouldn't have written them um, so yeah obviously people will be like oh you only listen to your own stuff well I kind of sometimes yeah. I kind of have to sometimes. some people won't listen to anybody else's stuff in case they, they kind of subconsciously rip it off it's such an Irish thing. Oh, you doing? Listen to <laughs> now, you were wearing a big orange jumper and you met Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou and Rachel Zegler. And at the very start of the interview, this happened. Hello from Dublin. Oh, we're rolling. Thomas. Tomorrow. Hi, Thomas. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. Sorry, my face is really red. I, I think I'm wearing this orange jumper today and it is just kind of... Anyway, look, it's fine. Okay. You look magenta. We were going to say something, but we decided not to. You look to. like from Willy Wonka. Yeah. Oh, Violet, you're turning Violet. Violet. You're turning Violet. Oh, my God. And they brought it up the whole way through the interview. What do you mean? Does you look like an Oompa Loompa? Like? Yeah, does it look like an Oompa Loompa? It's not very nice, Lucy Lou. Lucy Lou, doom. That's a great nod. Lucy Lou, doing the do. Am I girl, do. do yes. Do. What is that again? Do. Am I girl, do. All the women, independent. Oh, yeah. Triple nod Thursday. That's definitely going in. So Yvonne wants to wind up her fella, Kieran. And she said, I said, well, what do you want? What do you want? She said, you're the expert. <laughs> okay, cave on. So we said, well, okay, well, what have you done recently? And she was racking her brains. She said, well, we were in Tenerife. Okay, what? Anything unusual happened there? No. Okay, and she said, oh well, there was one thing. We went on a cruise to see dolphins, and Kieran got two dinners on the cruise. You're only supposed to get one, really. And he went up and got another portion of dinner. I said, there you go. That will. That'll do. That'll do. So um, 
we enlisted uh, a special envoy from Tenerife called Crossy to ring up and say that he'd been accused of something unusual, which got him kind he of He got worried. a bit flighty. He got he was, a bit flighty very quickly, actually. He, he, when he realises it's just about meatballs, you can hear him relax, but... Uh, I had to use more bleeps on this one than I think ever before. <laughs> this is the spicy... This is Kieran's spicy meatballs. Let's see how he goes. Hello? Hello, is that Kieran Clark? It is, yeah. Kieran, uh, it's Lewis here from... Uh, how are you, Um, Kieran, so the company I work for... They contacted me the other day just to talk about an accusation of something that happened on one of their catamarans over the last month. Now, I've been working tirelessly over the past, I'd say, two to three weeks since uh, the matter landed on my desk. Uh, There was an accusation made, and we're trying to figure out who this person is so we can get to the bottom of it, because uh, the owner of this uh, cruise company, they're pretty upset, they're pretty annoyed, and they said it was an Irish person that this uh, this thing happened on one of their catamarans. And your name has appeared. It's fairly serious, especially in Tenerife. What's the accusation? Like? So, so this is the thing. None of our very long, actually. Talk me through the whole day of what you can remember. Uh, we went, we are late leaving. We went out to sea. The sea was too rough. And they turned back and docked anchor. Okay. And, and we had lunch and then that was that. We were told to go get a refund. Okay, okay. Now, th- th- these guys, they're, they're pretty annoyed now. Uh, the accusation that they have is, in Tenerife law, it's pretty wild. So, And this is the problem, that if you guys ever want to go back to the, the likes of Costa Ejecchi or anything like that right, in well, Tenerife... Tell us what it, what it is, because like. it's like I was on holidays just with me and my wife, so... Okay, well, look, I've got the captain on the ship. I'm going to try and put him through here now. He might be able to fill in stuff that you might have forgotten. You know, you know, sometimes people forget these things when they're on their holidays. We've got Miguel here, our captain. Miguel. Uh, Hello. Hello. Is this Kieran? It is, yeah. Uh, 15th February. Yeah, we were over there then, yeah. Yeah, uh, you're on the tour. So the, the weather no good, so we come back after an hour and then you have some lunch. I see that uh, you and your wife, you have uh, the lunch of rice and meatballs. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, and then you get the discounts, you get the refund, huh? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but uh, you go up and you have two ricey meatballs. Two. Okay. Yeah, two ricey meatballs and then you get the refund. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're so supposed to have one ricey meatballs. You have two ricey meatballs. Is this, is this, the, is this the issue? <laughs> yes, yes. You have two ricey meatballs. Your wife has oh, one, yeah. one ricey meatballs, you have okay, two. Okay, yeah. So that's, that's, uh, buffet is a buffet, yeah. No, 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 no. It's very clear that you have one ricey meatballs and then you get the refund. And you take the refund with two ricey meatballs, which is a crime. <laughs> you're joking me. Do I look like I'm joking you? How could I say? You're on the telephone. I don't know what you look like. Well, okay. Do I look like I'm joking him? Uh, well, how can I... Kieran, I'm, I'm just going to jump in there for, for a second now. Um, this is a serious matter, and um, I think joking over the phone to Miguel is probably not the right way to go about things. Uh, Hang on. You're ringing me from Tenerife to Ireland about meatballs. No. Ricey meatballs. Two ricey meatballs. Right, so I'm about to get back to work here. You know, we're in a living. No, 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 no. You take no one ricey meatball. Right, so who's... Two! Who's, two ricey meatball. That's 
terrible. <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Sound like the f***ing count from f***ing Sesame Street there. Now, hang on a sec. You're ringing me. You don't tell me what to do. Excuse yeah. me, Kieran. Me. Do I come? I you come don't tell to me what I can say on my telephone. Excuse me, Kieran. Yeah. There is a payment to be made, and it needs to be paid today. And this does is it? the issue. Does it? Yes, there's it no does. Payment, Diane, there's no payment getting made. It's Yvonne. Yvonne. Yeah. Yvonne. Yvonne. <laughs> 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 no, and it was actually Robin and Evan who said it. Kieran, I, I have to ask you. Were they nice ricey meatballs? They were lovely ricey meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Ten questions. Sixty seconds. One thousand euros. FM 104's Instagram. With MissQuote.ie. Specialists in women's car insurance. Going the extra mile to get you great deals. See MissQuote.ie. Good morning, Lauren. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. How are you? I'm very good, yeah. So we need to talk to Lauren for a second. So for all the eagle-eared listeners at the minute, so you don't watch The Last of Us and you don't watch The Mandalorian, but how did you know that the answer was Pedro Pascal? Um, Because someone let it slip, I think. (laughs) Some big Aegis. I don't know who it was. Yeah. Well, look, it's nearly the Paddy's Day weekend. Like, come on. Uh, Well, you're welcome, Lauren. You're welcome. Thank you very much. Um, Right, and you've played this many times in your own mind. Do you think you have a chance... Because we've got um, no, Maybe scores. possibly. Maybe possibly. Okay. Well, this yeah. is, we've had. Okay. This week we've had. We've had a seven. No, no, we haven't. We have. We've had a five and a nine and a six. You're going in my oh, little God. book here, Lauren. Of, oh, hopefully I get the ten. We'll your name's see. at the top of the page. There's a big circle that's empty at the bottom of the page. Let's oh. see if, there's, if I'm putting two digits in at the end, right? Yeah. Are we ready to roll? We are indeed. Yeah. Okay. Best of luck, Lauren. Here we go. Thank you. On Thursday. The game starts in three, two, one. How many 20 cent coins are there in two euro? Uh, ten. What magical item would Aladdin ride around on? A carpet. What, would, uh, what word is a sport, a type of shirt, a brand name for a car or a minty sweet? Polo. What major shopping centre can be found at Fontill Road, Clondalkin? Uh... A shopping centre. A shopping yeah. centre, yeah. Uh, Liffey Valley. True or false? Taylor Swift grew up on a Christmas tree farm. A what tree farm? A Christmas tree farm. True. What is the name of Harry Potter's female best friend? Hermione. In ten pin bowling, what term means to knock down all the pins on the first throw? Strike. Is Barcelona on the east or west coast of Spain? Uh, east. Portobello, oyster and shiitake are types of what? Mushroom. And in which Irish county is Westport in? Mayo. How do you think you did? I don't know, but I'm shaking. Like I'm... I'm shaking like a leaf on a tree. Shaking, to what? shaking like a leaf on a tree. It's from a song. I'm uh, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, Chicken. my heart's racing. <laughs> Chicken like a Polaroid picture. Uh, yeah, no cast, yeah. Is there any other shaky uh, songs? Uh, Taylor sh- Swift, Shake It. Shake It Off. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah we love that one, yeah. Polaroid picture. Metro Station, Shake, 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 shake it. yeah. Oh, yeah, they're all great songs. Yeah, they're good songs, yeah. They could be in Triple Nod Thursday. Anyway. Yeah. I have a question for you, Jim. Go ahead. What is the name of Harry Potter's female best friend? What was the answer to that? Hermione. 
Hermione. Do you need Hermione? Do you need full name or do you need one? Oh, name? Hermione Granger. Sorry, Hermione Granger. Hermione Granger. Well, Hermione's no, Hermione's fine. How do you think you did, Lauren? I don't know. I think the true or false one kind of is is the only one I'm kind of worried about. <laughs> right. Let's go through it. Uh, there are ten cent. There are ten twenty cent coins and two euro. Aladdin would go around on a magic carpet. Apollo is a minty sweet. It's a name for a car. It's the name of a yeah. type of shirt and it's also a sport. Liffey yeah. Valley Shopping Centre is out in Clendalkin on Font Hill Road. We're giving yeah. away prizes for it this week. Hermione Granger, yeah. Strike is right. Barcelona is on the east coast of Spain. You said that, didn't you? Yeah, I did, yeah. It's on the northeast corner there. Portobello, oyster and shiitake are types of mushrooms. Westport County Mayo. So it all comes down to Miss Swift. Oh my God. <laughs> Quickly, stop listening to me into this. <laughs> no, it's in my contract. I have to build tension. We should take oh an ad break. <laughs> <laughs> you're evil, Cassie. Everyone thinks you're this big, smiley, nice guy. You're evil. Someone just said, leave it out when I says Hermione's surname. Should we leave it or take it? So, Dick Taylor Swift grow up on a Christmas tree farm fairly out there. Sounds like something I'd make up. Doesn't I thought it? I heard that before. I could be absolutely making it up. I, I thought I heard that. So that's why I did say. You've just won. <gasps> 1,000 euro. Oh <laughs> Seriously, we never oh messed about God. these things. Oh, my God. 1,000 euro, Lauren. You just nailed it. Oh Oh my god, that's what you're making my weekend! Oh my god, thank you! Of course! Oh my god, I've never gotten a 10! Have you not? Never! That is amazing, Lauren. You did it. Oh my god! It's fantastic! Oh my god, I'm shaking. Oh my god! How do you feel? What's going through your mind at this moment in time? How do you feel? Oh my, I don't even know. Like, uh, I'm. I'm honestly shell shocked. I'm pulled over the side of the road, thank God, because I don't think I'd be to drive for another oh few minutes. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, you take it handy now. Don't drive, don't drive until you calm down. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! I actually can't get over it. You are, are you serious? We would never ever mess about prizes on this oh show. We mess God. about most things, but we would never mess about prizes ever. Oh my God! Oh my God! I'm shaking. Oh my God! I I seen the number and I was like, maybe I won't answer. I don't I don't know who it is, but oh my God! Thank God I did answer. <laughs> yeah, people are saying they're delighted for you. You're brilliant. Um, so a few other people got tens as well. There's love hearts coming in for you here, Lauren. Oh thank you! Oh thank you! Oh yeah. my God! Happy St oh, Patrick's thank- Day weekend. Oh, thank you so much. I'm gonna. I don't. I. I can't even speak. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, listen. Deep breaths. Calm down. Don't drive oh. till you're till you, till you stop shaking. Okay. Yes. Yes. Drive yes, carefully now. So okay. Much. You just won a thousand euro, Lauren. Fair play to you. Oh my God! Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Great win. Okay. Well done. Lauren has won a thousand euro, and Instagram returns on Monday. I feel very overwhelmed. Yeah, Here's me you. too. Me too. I have to have to take a moment. Now, FM 104's Dish the Dirt with Mooney's Hyundai Long Mile Road and Dean's Grange, home of World Car of the Year, Ionic 5. CEPMooney.ie. So we exclusively caught up with Lucy Liu, Rachel Zegler. They're in the new Shazam Fury of the Gods movie. Irish premiere was last night. Graham and Nathan introduced it. Oh. I uh, heard it was great crack. Anyway, uh, they star alongside Helen Mirren, who they're all, the three of them are all the bad guys in the movie. Yeah. And I was like, what was it like? They just have to hang out with each other. And in this clip, you're going to hear a Mrs. Doyle at the shops with our friends type chat. <laughs> 
We didn't have to hang out to build a chemistry. We were but we immediately did hang out. connected, <laughs> and we did hang out. And so that's, that's why we that's hung why out. That's why we hung out, because we had chemistry. And we were like, yeah. let's go shopping. Let's go shopping. Let's go tell each other to buy jeans. Yes. And we did. And we did. And I then still we have took, those jeans. We took Helen out for her birthday. Yeah. Um, we didn't even know it was her birthday. We went out shopping. She kept it before, a secret. Weirdo. And then we found out. And, and then she, she tried said, to pay no, the no, bill. No. <laughs> we almost we almost got into a fisticuff. Yeah, I wrestled her. Yeah, I we, literally we took her hand to take Helen off down the check. at a sushi restaurant. I'm like, it's your birthday and you're trying to pay. Two against one. She weirdo. kicked our butts. I know. She could have totally kicked our asses. Yeah, she could take us. She, she, in the end, she acquiesced. They really get on, don't they? Really, really well. It was a great interview. It's up on FM104.ie. Seth Rogen's memoir is out now. I, I, the other day, I nailed his accent. <laughs> I, can't, I can't get it back. I had it nailed. People were saying that sounds just like him. Anyway, he was speaking to Kelly Clarkson about his memoir. People describe having kids, yeah, as like brief, glimmering moments of beauty amongst a sea of pain. It, it kind of, whereas not having kids is just... It's just lovely all the time. There's, there's, there's none of that. It's just great all day. I'm never like, I wish I had kids and I'm yeah. missing something by not having them. I'm more I'm doing stuff all the time where I look over at my wife and she looks at me and we're like, if we had kids, we couldn't do this. Yeah. This wouldn't even remotely be on the table. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This one, I had it. I had it so good. I had, it, I had this laugh perfect. I can't get it back. It's FN4. <laughs> Dublin's FN4. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now speak to one of the goats. He probably deny it, but he is one of the goats for Ireland. Some people call him Brian. His friend David O'Doherty might call him the BOD. So this is FAQs for the BOD. Good morning, Brian O'Driscoll. How are you? Good morning. I thought you were going to talk. You were talking to Johnny Sexton there. I thought I was going to get his <laughs> No, it's you. Come here. How much do you miss it? Yeah, I miss it. I do. I miss big weeks like this, for sure. I was in denial for a few years, trying to kind of almost protect yourself, going, oh, no, you don't want to kind of give that vulnerability away. But for sure, you know, you think about, look at this team and and what they've got, you know, to look forward to on Saturday and then later on in the year, be mad not to miss it. I don't know if I'm ever not going to miss it, to be honest with you. And yeah, I still think I'll feel like this at 60. Of course. My brother used to joke with me that uh, there was a, a, an announcement would come over the stands in Lansdowne Road and they'd say, could Mark Nugent come down to the the dressing rooms? We need him to put on his boots. I mean, the, the, <laughs> do you ever have that fantasy? It's like, Draco, come on, one more, one more. But someone asked me recently, he was like, how much of a job do you think you could do now? Like, how long would you last? I was like... Could you last five minutes? I was like, um, I think I'd probably be majorly exposed in that five minutes, but I'd say I'd probably last it. So I think muscle memory would kick back in. Yeah. And then someone else said, um, if you know, if there was a like a car crash of centres and you lost every centre in the country, how long would it take for you to get up to speed to to be? Acceptable. I was like, uh, I don't know if he could do that full set, but probably around four or five months of 
like intensive training and skills and all of that stuff. So we're still five or six months away from the World Cup. So never say never. You know, <laughs> there's the headline. And even the pre-season training, like, you know, you could you have that level of fitness. Well, I mean, that broke me. That, yeah. was, that was kind of the finisher. Like, yeah. obviously, I'd lost all my gas as well. Mm. Um, and so, like, it was frustrating not being able to do what the brain wants. Your legs wouldn't do what your brain wanted them to do. But I think this, the pre-seasons, if, if the World Cup had been in 2014 when I retired, if it had been on later that year, I'd have been able to manage one more pre-season. But the thought of two more pre-seasons oh. was too much for me. You know, they just, they're, they're killer. They're, they're, the pre-seasons are a young man's game. I presume you're on a kind of WhatsApp basis with most of the team. I mean, how do you wish them luck on match day? Is there, do you send the messages or is that done in a different way? The thing is, they, these like a, a huge amount of these guys aren't like I've never played with and you know even some of the guys that I did play with they were more teammates there's one or two guys that I'll I'll still message but this is far from the team that I was involved in Um, and also when you're on the journalist side of things and reporting on things you you know you gotta nail your colours to a mast and you can't play both sides you can't be the you know uh, the, the team guy and be in with everyone and then still give it genuine point of view on on tv and radio so you know other than kind of johnny and maybe a little bit with with key and healy um i'll I'll have acquaintances but not necessarily very kind of tight friendships with too many of the guys and i mean you're you're the expert now um, one of the one of the experts i mean you've been there and done it so you are an expert so where do you think the critical areas are for ireland against england i think always against england it's it's about matching them physically and if you can get that if you can if you can have a good set piece if you can have good line out good scrum and good platform i think our multi-phase so what happens after set piece is is one of the best in the world and i think will cause problems there's a real confidence and continuity with our squad where i think their squad currently is kind of interchangeable they don't know what their best combinations are so i think it's a far more settled team that, that we have so if we can physically get at least parity, which you would expect us to do, I think will definitely cause them problems. Yeah, and, and obviously uh, the injury list that we have at Hooker, you know, if mm. hopefully Rob Erring is, is fit, and if he is, we should be in good shape. But we're starting to get to, you know, the third, fourth choice player in some positions, but that's the testing you need sometimes with the knowledge that it could happen to you later on in the year in the World Cup. Now, it's a big weekend, apart from the rugby, the St. Patrick's Day. Now, I spoke to you before and you uh, nailed the whole Elf on the Shelf thing. And you even gave us a tour and you showed us where your Elf on the Shelf was. And unfortunately, we didn't hit record on the video that day. Believe no way. Did you not? Yeah, Did that no, never see the line of day? No, I mean, like everybody wants to see your pasta jars, but we lost it. So I presume St. Right, Patrick's we'll Day... Another one. We'll do one next Christmas. Okay, we? you're on. Okay, I'll hold you that. <laughs> So I presume St. Patrick's Day, how do you how do you spend that? Do you get, get stuck into that too? Like, it's weird, right? I, you never had St. Patrick's Day um, when you were a player because it was always the last weekend or, yes. or in the last week of the Six Nations. So you missed it all. And, and then since yeah, I've retired, I'm, I tend to be covering games. So it's been a bit of a non-event. Um, I, I think I was... Grand Marshal one year, actually really embarrassing. It was Grand Marshal where I was involved in with one of the sponsors, Toyota at the time, and it was peeing out of the heavens. And thanks be to God, I was mortified. 
I was meant to be sitting in a convertible Toyota. I was like, oh my God. So anyway, thanks be to God, they had to have the roof up. But um, other than that, I, I don't know when the last time I was at the parade or actually in town for Paddy's Day. Yeah, we, you know what? My wife has brought the kids up to like the parade up in Stepaside, up to some of her pals up there. Yeah. I've been in New York. You know, once or twice That's for good. it, which is which is a, yeah, kind of a, an exciting day. But it's I don't know. Is it not like a bigger day for foreigners than it is for us? And little people. And so, little, people, little people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Paddy's Day for little people is like it's like Halloween. It's like a six week build up to it <laughs> of events in school and pictures and drawings yeah. and ways of squeezing money out of you that's, that's Paddy day, Paddy's day is to me it's getting bigger and bigger I, I'm obsessed with um, team talks just getting back to the rugby for a second and, and just the, the that whole way p- different characters do it in a different way you've got the hair dryer treatment or you've got the quiet dramatic build up you know that put the, the hairs up in the back of your neck and when it comes to the best sort of team talk in your career, which is the most memorable? I remember Lions Tour, Ian McGeekin ones were good. Yeah. Good ones from Paul O'Connell and Lawrence Delalio. Um, for me, a lot of it wasn't, you know, the hairdryer wasn't really, it was a thing, that was a thing for the noughties, for yeah. the 90s and noughties, that, that's gone out of vogue. Now it's about clear and concise and impassioned without necessarily raising your voice. It's hearing hearing the emotion in the words rather than elevated because of the loudness of someone's voice i think that masks over something so for me yeah just that it's relevant succinct and and it kind of gets in the hairs of the back of your neck standing up so i've been lucky i've, I've had some great captains and great leaders and great coaches that have kind of inspired had inspiring talks you know during the week and just before games that have kind of got on to achieve great things. Excellent. It's been great to talk to you again. Continued success in all the things you do, including your, your rugby camps for boys and girls, which are flying. See that on Instagram. They look fantastic. Uh, yeah, so. yeah. Good fun. And next generation, yeah, to kind of show a few skills and maybe pick up a tan while at us down in <laughs> Portugal. How bad is that? It's really good. It's not too bad. Yeah. Ryan, just great to talk to you. Come on, you Ireland. Too, Jim. See you later. Cheers, dude. Tell me about, uh, there's an update, isn't there? There's an update with you. You, uh, For those of you who missed it, on I think it was Tuesday morning, um, Crossy came in and he was very upset because as you were getting dressed, uh, you found... A spider. A spider, and the spider lived. Yeah, the spider lived. So basically, uh, I put on a pair of uh, boxers, as you do in the morning time. Yeah. And I was walking around having a coffee and I could feel something in... I could feel something in my boxers. Like, something on the side, on on this. Yeah. Take my clothes off and there was a spider walking out of my boxers. So uh, how did he exit? Through the leg holes? I don't through know. Through the I waist just, hole? I don't know. I don't know. I just, it just, I, I threw he, all my clothes off and all of a sudden I could see this little creepy crawly. Was he strolling? Like, was he, did he show any remorse? Having the time of his life. Oh. So, this was the issue. I, I, I kind of screamed and I, I'm not really, I'm not really weird about spiders. They don't bother me. Well, they say that's until lucky. Now. That's supposed to be lucky. A spider. Is it? Well, I don't know, lucky in your pants, but like, the, the, the spider's supposed to be lucky for luck, yeah. So that all happened. I stuck it on my Instagram story and I said, this is a bit strange. I got home after the show and I saw two more spiders on my bed, like under the covers. What were they doing? Having a meeting? They must have been having a meeting. They were doing something anyway. More business than I was doing there. So I got a bit nervous and I said it to my mum. 
Yeah. And she says, there's probably a nest of spiders in your room. Yeah. Because it's very weird that, you know, they'd be so close to each other and that they're big, big yolks. So uh, guess what we did? When, when you say we, do you mean you? M- me, basically. Yes. I'm going to put my hand up with this because I've been told I'm dramatic. Okay. Uh, we <laughs> you know. Never. We have a spare room at the minute. So currently we are living in the spare room of the gaff. Right. And I have a deep cleaner coming into the house on Monday oh and a fellow with a skip collected the bed yesterday to get rid of it. You got rid of the bed? Got rid of the bed yesterday. Wait a second, there's nothing wrong care. with the bed. It was just a spider on the bed. I just, it's in my head now. You got rid of a bed because there was a spider on a bed. My mum says, oh, there's probably an S spider. They're probably under that bed. It's probably bed bugs. Yeah, but I, we've spoken about your mum. She's not right about everything. Oh, no, not about anything. <laughs> she kind of puts the wheels up me all the time when it comes to things. She always makes me nervous. No, no, but like if you just hoover the bed there'd be no spiders or, or nests or eggs like it's grand it's gone it's gone the bed is completely gone I didn't know you can actually ring up people to get rid of your bed like not a skip it's like some skip company how old was the bed? four years old there's nothing wrong with that bed bed's gone you could have got a new mattress everything's gone listen the to mattress. my voice I'm getting very really high pitched <laughs> the mattress is gone the bed's gone and what that about the duvet in the covers and the d- bend it well, no, but there's like it's not like you had like it's not like a rat or something was decapitated in your bed. I haven't stopped scratching because I'm in my head. I think there's something going on now, and it's not fair. Like everyone's going, I die. Yeah, you, and I would if you're afraid of spiders. I was never afraid of spiders. Anyway, there was a lot of uh, picture and no sound in my house yesterday Shh. and the day before yesterday because we're now in a different bed. The bed is like rocks. Um, my other half isn't sleeping properly the last two nights can, because. Can, can I ask you a question? Supposing you get the new bed and then the spider walks into your gaff and, and lands on your bed. You're going to get rid of that bed too? No, because a deep cleaner is deep cleaning everything. Like, I mean everything. Uh, it's about 200 quid, I think I paid for it. I was like, that's me holding money. And it's, they're going to do everything. I explained what I wanted. There's people on Netflix documentaries who don't go to this much forensics to, uh, to get rid of a murder. This was oh, a spider. Blame my mum. She just said there was an S spider. You need probably to stop talking bed. to her. Yeah, I think so. Just don't ring her anymore. It's not fair. This is... <laughs> Yeah, I know. I, I, I wonder where extreme. my granny gets it from. So, and it's from my mum. I've had it, okay? So I've had it, so I, I've, I've had it with you. No, I've had it. <laughs> uh, so I noticed there was things on my windows at home and they were little grey, kind of little fluffy balls. I was like, what are they? And then I realised they're little spidery nests. So I got rid of them because about two or three years ago, I noticed there was these little tiny spiders all around the house. Going around with a hoover going, because they were everywhere. So once you do have a nest, you do get lots of spiders. But I, like, I'd still live there. I didn't get rid of any beds. <laughs> but would you not afraid they'd bite you? Well, not really. I don't think spiders bite you unless you mess with them. But if you're jumping, I just I, I spiders so have many... gone along pretty good. Although I did get bitten the other day. I think I had a very similar incident to you, but I got and I got bitten. But I don't know what bit me. And you're still in the same room. Yeah. So we're in a spare room, which is really small. It, it's not a single bed and it's not a double bed. What would you call that? Uh, like it's it's in between, kind of a large and it's a large single. Isn't yeah, it? a large single. So we're pretty squashed. It's cold in the room. I don't care. There's getting a new beds coming on Tuesday. Your man's deep cleaners coming on Monday. How much is the new bed? Can you are you re, are you willing to reveal prices? How much is the new bed and how much is the? Uh... It's about two hundred fifty euro for what I got. Now it's a completely cheap yoke of a thing. And I don't care. I've only paid for the mattress. I haven't paid for the bottom part of it. I'm going to wait till the next month's wages for that. I don't care, Jim. I don't care. I want a good night's sleep. We don't get that much sleep in our house because I'm watching TV. Because you're late always at night. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Someone okay. says, what would you do if you've seen another spider on Tuesday? Burn yeah. the house down. That's that's crazy, man. I'm never afra- I'm never afraid of spiders. It's just, it's in my head now. I've been called dramatic. Oh, we actually had a conversation last night because I was asked, do you want two slices of lasagna or one? Like, there was no talking in the house. I was like, I'm sorry. Like, you decided to move in. Wow. Thanks for listening to FM World 4's Strawberry Alarm Clock Podcast. Listen daily and don't forget to subscribe to get the latest episode straight to your device.